Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. It's Kaya FM 95.9. Uh, just uh, gone uh, before, a couple of minutes before half past eight, and you're tuned into the Home Straight, the sh- show where we share the message of the transformative power of sports. And if you want to see how sport can change lives, do yourself a favor. Check me out on Twitter at Musi Whited, M O S I Whited. I shared a video this morning of a young girl who's going to a big regatta for Olympic hopefuls uh, in Slovakia. Her name, Sisandam Tabela, a promising young canoeist. You can watch that video and see how canoeing is changing her life. Of course, we always cover canoeing around the time of the Doozy Canoe Marathon and others will give you stories from down in KZN. And uh, this one here is starting with a sprint, sprint canoeing. And then uh, she's hoping to be at Tokyo 2024. That video also on Facebook where you can find me, Musibudi, M-O-S-I-B-O-D-I, Whitehead. And that's where you can find me and watch that video. Stay tuned. Speaking about talented youngsters like 15-year-old Sisanda, we will hear from an 8-year-old chess player in a short while. And I'll also tell you how I'm teaming up with uh, Supersport and Let's Play to help discover some of this uh, talent some of this talent around the province in particular and hopefully we can shine the spotlight on the and those youngsters that are doing well half past eight let's uh, change direction now and talk a little bit of cricket season's coming up well season basically started because there was some kfc mini cricket already this past weekend but uh, let's look ahead to the senior ranks this man can also talk about the junior ranks as well because that's where he started. The newly appointed Central Gauteng Lions CEO, John O'Leafright. Thank you so much for joining us. Good evening. Thank you very much for having me. Good evening to you and your listeners. Tell us a little bit about uh, John O'Leafright. Many people will be hearing about you for the first time and say, oh, who is this? I know Greg Fredericks. He was in charge for a long time. Who's John O? And uh, what is he going to bring to cricket in Gauteng? Yeah, Jono was uh, this young boy who grew up in Durban, moved to Johannesburg in 97, finished his schooling in grade 11 and 12 here, and uh, went on to varsity and studied BCom Applied Sports Management. And uh, in my final year, did an internship in 2003 at the Cricket World Cup, worked under Ali Bacher at the Wondrous Stadium. Um, and about two months later, knocked on the door, uh, protests were playing Sri Lanka, Gulam Raja, the then manager, opened the door and said, hey, boy, what's up? <laughs> and I said, Mr. Raja, I'll come in and make some milkshakes, clean your shoes, carry your bags. Just let me in. Let me learn. And, uh, yeah, he let me in and, and I started to learn and grow. And thank goodness got backed by people like Ray Jennings and some other coaches along the way. And um, got my level three in 2009, become, uh, became national talent scout for the under-19 setup uh, for Cricket South Africa for the last 11 years. Coached the Lions in the 19 side. Went to the IPL under Ray. Um, and really been involved in that uh, sort of youth development program, the cricketing pipeline of South African cricket right up to SN19. Players like Rabada, Quinton, etc. were part of that setup. And, um, and then through that journey, obviously began to open some businesses and, and became a bit of an entrepreneur in certain aspects and uh, learned, learned how, to, how to build businesses and, and enjoy the sport at the same time. So that the two blended nicely. And, and yeah, here we are today being backed by our board and, and being backed by by people to lead cricket in the province. So super excited. Yeah, and a, a perfect marriage of skill sets there uh, from the focus on the game side of things to the focus on the business side of things, having to marry those two mm. uh, to build a, a successful union. But for me, it speaks about the passion for cricket. I mean, for someone to go, <laughs> I want a job or I'll volunteer. 
um, speaks about just a love for the game and be, and wanting to be around the game. Where does the love for cricket come from? Yeah, I think when I was growing up, it was more around the love for sport. I play a lot of football in my youth as well. And I think just I love sports. I loved watching sports. I had a dad who promoted sport to my life. And, uh, and I obviously had some role models along the way that I looked up to. So I think as such, it wasn't necessarily the love of cricket per se, but it was the love of learning and the love of sport. And I was just blessed that, uh, that I landed on cricket's lap and it landed on mine and I just was backed and got involved in the system and learnt and grew. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't a big cricketer in my schooling days. I, I played A-team cricket at school, but never went on and played provincial cricket or any mm. form of high level of cricket, but just became a real learner of the game and, and, and yeah, grew through the ranks, which was pretty cool. And you talk about being involved in the pipeline. And of course, that team that you speak about uh, under Ray Jennings is probably one of the most or oh, the most successful under 19 team to come out of South Africa, certainly in the recent past. Um, but having been involved in that and having been involved in, you know, I mean, right from primary school all the way up. Tell us about the health of cricket, maybe in the province in particular in Gauteng and how that pipeline is doing at the moment. Yeah, I think Gauteng Cricket is very blessed to have extremely strong uh, schools and um, an extremely strong pipeline because of it. And I think uh, we've also got really good clubs that promote um, positive cricket. And for me, it's really the blend of the two that uh, that stand Gauteng Cricket in, in good stead. But I think the schooling system allows that pipeline to grow and flourish. And I think we also got some top coaches that can back up that pipeline. And obviously, through the Cricket South Africa, new framework coaches that are in place, the hub and RPC systems mm. that are in place. Mm. Um, it's really allowing the young youth of South Africa to dream big again and to dream of playing at these big stadiums and representing the country where I think a couple of years ago that dream may have been uh, not so real in their eyes. And I think it's really becoming something that uh, many of them are saying, wow, I can actually achieve this and I can do it through the support system and through the opportunities within the, the not only Gauteng pipeline, but the South African cricket pipeline. It's the home of the Afropolitan, Kai FM 95.9, talking to the newly appointed uh, Central Gauteng Lions uh, CEO, Jono uh, Leaf Wright. He's in studio sharing with us um, this new role that he will take up at the beginning of October and what he hopes to achieve in this uh, position. And just touching there, you heard him on the, 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 the hubs and uh, the RPC. Well, what the hubs are, essentially, they have townships that are grouped together or in a township where they have a hub. And, you know, because the, 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 the historically the township cricket system hasn't been strong and if you're a, a player who's grown up in the township and you've dreamt of being there one day, you had to go to Cares or you had to go to St. Stithians or you had to go wherever. And now they have these hubs, like the one in Alexandra, where they say they identify talented youngsters from a very young age through KFC Mini Cricket and all the way up. And those who show promise then go to schools like Queens, where they have been selected and already coached from the hubs and then can then f- get into the system and eventually do Cubs and uh, Kai Machola and the rest of it. So uh, that system, how is it working right now? And and by that, I mean, because you haven't taken up the job, but you would have looked at it and said, okay, you've been involved uh, for a long time. You'd have looked at it and said, okay, I think it's working here. I think I can tweak it here. Um, but how is it working, especially financially, because Standard Bank has been involved for a while. But uh, in difficult economic times, these things need financial backing. So you, as a CEO, and you look at these hubs where people cry, we need more hubs, we need more development work, we need more equipment, we need more of this, but you've got to balance the business how, how, how is it working and, and, and what do you hope to achieve? 
Yeah, obviously there's not an endless uh, pool of money to be able to fund these kind of things. So I think you've got to be really innovative in the space on how you can achieve this and, and very strategic on how you want to um, fulfill the vision that you've got. And I think uh, at the end of the day, if we're brutally honest, there are definitely gaps in the system, but they gaps that are definitely, um, we, we are able to close, uh, I have no doubt. I think the upskilling of the coaches in that system is going to be key. I think uh, we've got some wonderful coaches in the system, but maybe not as well equipped as they could be from a resource point of view and from a knowledge point of view. And I think if we really zone in on upskilling them so that they're able to focus on what they need to achieve and that's producing players for the system, mm-hmm. um, I think we're going to start to tick off some boxes. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see the funding model or the funding of these programs being too prohibitive in what we're trying to achieve. I think it's more around what's actually happening on the ground, the drills that are being done, um, the opportunities that are being created. I think if we, lo- if we look at real expenses from what transport's costing to what we're actually feeding these kids, there's a bit of a, a disparity there. And, and I think we've got to understand that producing a good cricketer is not only about teaching them how to bat and bowl, but it's about teaching them life lessons, how to move their game forward, how to study and that education is important, how to eat properly, how to drink properly. And maybe they're not getting that at home. And I think us as the cricket family need to start filling those gaps so that these children have the best chance to succeed um, in the skill of what they're trying to achieve. Yeah, so essentially what you're saying, it's more about human capital and the people that are working with these kids and less about the facilities and the nets yeah, I and think, the Yeah, I and think there are facilities out there and obviously we can do more and are going to do more. Um, but I certainly think there are partners and corporates out there that are, are biting at the bit to get involved if they know their money's being spent in the right yeah. way. I think reality of sponsorships nowadays or partners nowadays is they want real value out of the money they spend. I think gone are the days where they just pay and close their eyes and hope for the best. They want, to, they want the people that are taking their money to be accountable and as long as we're spending it properly and they can see tangible results i don't think we're going to have an issue reaching reaching the the, the goals that we want to achieve yeah and uh, they look to be some promising prospects coming out of the, your catchment area from uh well uh in the east to to the the, the east which would be alex and right mm. down to the west in places like Kahiso where there are some good programs as well and hopefully we can get uh, one or two more stars playing for the major teams, uh, the Josie Stars and uh, the, yeah, the Lions absolutely. themselves uh, <laughs> coming from those areas. Let's absolutely. talk about, we mentioned the Josie Stars. There's a new coach as well there. You've just lost the Inoch Nkwe. You, oh, 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 I don't know if you've lost him because you guys, <laughs> as you come in, he leaves. You guys yeah. passed each other in the yeah. corridor. <laughs> I, I still blame him. He's, I said he gave me a hospital pass. He said, Jono, please take this job. Please apply. So I said, okay, as long as you're there. He said, cool, I'll be there. We had this vision and then he got this job. I said, no, bro, you gave me a hospital pass there. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone doing bigger things at yeah, the project. Absolutely. But, uh, but then you mentioned the vision. What's the vision for you? Yeah, I think uh, if we look at Enoch, I mean, Enoch and I worked together for m- uh, many years back in, in the under-19 setup. And I just look at, at a young guy that just stuck to his guns and just not only is a great coach, but an incredible person. And uh, he's been back now by system. Uh, and I honestly believe he's the best coach in the country. And I think, and I've said it on numerous occasions to the media, I think he's going to be the first coach that manages to construct a team that wins the World Cup for us. And uh, I really believe that. He's a phenomenal person and a phenomenal coach. Um, in terms of your vision? And, and from a visionary point of view, I think at the end of the day, if we 
are allowing the youth to dream big again about playing cricket if we're getting more people playing cricket and I think if we're honest cricket's a dying sport in many areas it's, it's being cannibalized by basketball by water polo and these kind of sports yeah children, especially in the private school system yeah. yeah our children of today youth of today they're not prepared to stand on the field for 7-8 hours playing mm-hmm. cricket so it's how do we look at the alternative methods of cricket to start drawing numbers back to the game how do we start creating that experience for a fan that they want to spend time yeah. at the stadium from how do the we moment, fill the stadium again from the moment they buy that ticket to the moment they exit the match and how do you create that experience for them the festivalization around the game and create a real experience I think you and I want to we, we're experience driven I think we're not we're gone are the days where people are just going to buy their ticket watch the match and go home we want to create that experience for them that they real they really leave with a memorable um, occasion in their head that will want them to buy that ticket for the next game and I think uh, the Josie Stars and, and the commercial and marketing side of the of, of Gauteng Cricket have started to do that well um, where we've created like cool Josie lounges and all that where people are starting to have an experience in the match rather than just the cricket per se mm-hmm. so for me it's about filling the stadiums it's about making sure that uh, more players are playing the game of cricket boys and girls um, that we grow the women um, side of the game and uh, and give them more opportunity to to play a sport that they may love um, attract sponsors um, and yeah I think if uh, if we can do that and have a po- positive balance sheet at the end of the day I think we'll all win yeah and and that sounds like a more process driven well um, uh, approach I think is the is the word a more process driven approach but the board will say yeah you can have your processes but we want this yeah I, want- I think at the end of the day we just got to be innovative around the space I mean we're sitting with an asset of the wondrous stadium that traditionally has been known as the wondrous cricket stadium and and certainly in the next uh, while we want to create the wondrous stadium as a multi-purpose facility mm-hmm. start to create green energy in the stadium put some possibly some solar panels on the roofing um, and start to bring down some of the fixed costs of what of what electricity and water looks like um, and start to really sweat that acid and I think if we start to sweat that acid and create a working environment in that space and bring in some restaurants and and do some cool things in that space entrepreneurial hubs um, educational facilities and start to create employment out of that space and instead of it being used 16 or 18 days a year it's now used 50 or 60 days a year um, I think we're going to start to really see some tangible differences as I say not just in cricket but in sports in the, in the province as well Ah oh, man this man is talking sense uh, John O'Leaf writes he's the newly appointed uh, CEO of the Central Gauteng Lions and sharing with us uh, some of his uh, plans for the union going forward now the last, lastly before you leave you've shared with us some of your plans and, 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 and the bottom the players coming through and, and the systems and you've told us who you are but a lot of people will be attracted to the game because of the stars and we will mm. see the stars certainly in the, in the Mzansi Super League with the likes of Chris Gale and Kajiso uh, Rabada turning out uh, but for the four day game is that still important? Uh, I used to go to the Wanderers many years ago and watch a young David Tabruga and sit there the whole day and watch <laughs> cricket. But I don't see that every time I drive past or I run past, it's empty and there's a four-day match going on. How do we revive that and how do we get um, people closer to the stars, especially the kids who many of them follow these guys on TV but uh, will have limited opportunities to meet them? How do we... How do we bridge that gap? Yeah, I think uh, Gauteng Cricket have done it well over the, the past while to get the players into the communities. I do think, though, that there's a lot more to do. 
to close the gap between where these stars are and where we need to be as far as on the ground and connecting with our future fans and the fans of today. Mm. Um, and we spoke about something cool where we could take the, fa- take the players and take over a practice session, rock up at a school where wow. they're practicing and suddenly you pitch up there and, and now you take over their practice. They say, whoa, 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 what's <laughs> going on? So it's to create that excitement around the space and, and really to, to be innovative in that space. And I think uh, if we can start to connect the fan with the, with the community, and with the with the players, uh, I really think we're going to start to bring those fans back. And and as I say, if we got if we start to get the youth to dream big again, and to know that playing at the Wanderers Stadium is not too far away, and if they work hard and and do what they need to do and be disciplined in what they in what they're doing, certainly they can achieve it. Just like the Rabatas and the Bavumas and the and the players like that. But uh, certainly Mzanzi Super League, I think, is going to be super fun. Um, seeing the Gales and the Rabatas and the Bavumas representing us and the Rusty Funded Distance, um, I think we're going to create some some real excitement uh, for the fans. Yeah, definitely exciting. Jono Leaf Wright, CEO designate of the Central Gauteng Lions, thank you so much for joining us. All the best with uh, getting some of this work done. Uh, a yeah, lot it's, of work. It's, uh, yeah. it's all about uh, doing the job now, not so much mm-hmm. the talking. So yeah. I think that's what we'll be judged on. And please keep promoting cricket. Please uh, keep pushing cricket and please keep promoting the game uh, to your listeners because we we need you guys. Yeah, we love it. And uh, definitely one of the best days I've had this year in 2019 was when I was out at the Wanderers with a group of kids from Cajiso. Took them out to watch uh, one of the test matches with momentum and uh, it was just fabulous for them. A first experience at the Wanderers, at the Bullring. And I like what you say when you say that asset must work, it must sweat. Yeah, we need to sweat that asset. And I think we need to bring back a bit of the fun and sexiness in the game. You speak about that four-day competition. Yeah, I'll, I wouldn't sit there now if there's no music or fun. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what... That's what we want. We want to create experience and have some fun at every opportunity we can watching cricket. Yeah. Jono, all the best in your new role and uh, good luck for the season ahead. Thanks. Thank you. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.